Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you live coverage of the girls and boys NSAA High School Soccer Championships from Morrison Stadium at Creighton University. Monday, May 13th, see Class B girls at 8.30 p.m. Central and Class A girls at 8 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. Wrapping up hour number two here on Hurt at Sports Radio. I'm Ravi Lula, Andrew Rogers here with me. We're on AM 590 ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri-Cities as we are rejoined by Old DB. want to remind you we're brought to you by The Beanery, four great Omaha area locations, Gretna Papillion, Ashland, and 168th and Giles. Locally owned and operated, they roast their own coffee, and they're way more than just coffee. They've got hot iced frozen drinks, and they've got some snacks for you, muffins, breakfast sandwiches, even some options if you're gluten or vegan, gluten-free or vegan. Uh, make sure you check out The Beanery, or you can email them for more info at info at thebeanery.com. With the beanerycoffee.com. Uh, we are rejoined now by our guy DB, and I know Andrew wanted to follow up. DB, yeah, you know, going back to the nothing is guaranteed, because I feel like once, that, once that's comprehended, it's easier to see why Nebraska managed the game as they did down the stretch. I saw too many playing it safe isn't playing to win, and I just don't agree with that. Yeah. So it's twofold, right? Because in the moment, real time, I'm like, you fundamentally, with three timeouts in the bag, and Wisconsin inexplicably calling timeout with a minute 35 left, mm-hmm. you have to run more than four plays, including, you know, the fifth being the field goal, right? So whatever the philosophy is, it has to, or whatever your explanation is, it has to fit kind of what the clock and the play situation revealed. So if, I, if you take Coach Rule at face value and he says, hey, listen, you know what? I wanted to make sure we were in field, posi- field goal position first. Okay, check. Then after that, I wanted to take some shots or at least two maybe in hindsight. That's where the disconnect was. So right there he's letting us know I probably would do it differently if I had to do it again. Right? Because mm-hmm. it wasn't perfect. And he knows. I mean, I'm, I'm with these guys. I'm right there on the bus, I'm on the plane, I get a sentiment. And so for as upset or as as much in disbelief, I was shocked. I mean, real time. Like, I'm like, wow, you 
Wisconsin did us a solid. They called it timeout. Mm-hmm. And and I asked Teddy LePay afterwards. We were walking on the elevator, and I go, like, what was – I said, how about that? He goes, yeah, you know, they were just in disarray. It kind of seemed to be like that a couple of times with where we used our timeouts. And, and, and I went back with him, and I said, you know, the 32 seconds that elapsed or whatever, and he said we – they thought after the first timeout that they called timeouts to take to run the ball because they felt like the run game was going to be there. But so everybody was kind of trying to figure out what Nebraska was trying to do. But I just rested in the fact that right, wrong, or indifferent. I think Coach Rule in the presser was basically saying, hey, you know what? You know, we took one shot for sure. Probably should have got two. You know, there's probably – maybe a, a third play, a fourth play you can get in there. I just think with three timeouts in the bag, if your plan was to not give Wisconsin the ball back, then it, it probably has to go different from an elapsed time standpoint. But it's hard, guys. Um, you have to trust that your young guys are going to do what they're asked to do. You're going to have to trust that some of your inexperienced guys are going to have to all of a sudden show a little moxie and a little poise and crunch time. And he he kind of he, he cla- I don't think he clapped back, but in in typical coach rule fashion, I think you know he said, "Hey, remember last week? You know we were second guessed for being too conservative." He's not explaining his actions. Mm-hmm. What I think he's saying is it's the fickle nature of having the app of, of of revisionist history, right? Like hindsight is is beautiful. Real time, we're not sure what we want. DB, uh, I'm curious what you thought about the play of Chubba Purdy. Was that fool's gold to you, or do you think there's actually something there with the guy that we hadn't really seen? I mean, hadn't seen at all until uh, the last drive of last game, and then this week. Yeah, so that, I think I think that's a, a lot of who Purdy can be. Now, tape, well, obviously, we'll see. Right, the more you're on film, the more people will get a chance. Um, to prepare, but listen, remember the last couple of times we saw him, he's markedly better, mm-hmm. right? I remember in the spring game, I'm like, man, when he's off schedule, it just doesn't seem like this is going to go well. Like, he's got to get the ball out of his hands. But what did we see on Saturday? It's like, wow, his ability to improvise and kind of be creative a little bit, not bad, mm-hmm. right? The whole throw that he threw to Jalen Lloyd, not bad. So, for all the consternation and hand-wringing, and believe me, Coach Sat and this staff, there, there's there's plenty of room to criticize, mm-hmm. but I just think it's interesting. In one vein, we criticize quarterback development and quarterback play and quarterback judgment. Purdy's considerably better than the last time we saw him, and that didn't happen by accident. Harburg is considerably better mm-hmm. than the last time we saw him, and that didn't happen by accident. So the the thing, it, it's like I tell people about my personality, right? It's like I, I would joke with you guys. You don't get you don't get this lifestyle without me in it, right? So you're going to get the all-in guy, the loving guy, the emotional guy, the passionate guy, but you're also going to get the guy that, hey, man, if I'm not in a good spot occasionally, emotionally, I'm going to do something that's going to drive you up the wall, right? So you, you can't, it's my job to make sure that I limit those opportunities because I rev the way that I do. It's in the same vein, it's like Coach Satterfield and this offensive staff I know where we're not good. It's up to us as a staff to continue to grow and get better in areas that we've struggled. And for them, I think it's trust, pet plays within the specific family group of play calling, 
and sequential play calling. Like, that's the area they have to grow. I don't so much have qualms with, like, development or tutelage or anything like that because if we're honest and we step back about 30,000 feet, with the exception of Sims, and you cannot, cannot control emotion, the other quarterbacks are better than the last time we saw them. So development has to be occurring. It's, it's kind of like why I didn't understand the maligning of Rayola. Mm-hmm. Clearly his offensive line is getting better. Mm-hmm. Like, he can't be a non-developer and guys get better. You can't be a non-developer and be able to play eight or nine guys. So they have to grow. And, and, and my opinion hasn't changed. It's, it's the same as it was in preseason. We're talking about the wrong things. They're going to have to do this with defense. And this offense is going to struggle to generate chunk plays. I've said that since fall camp, and it continues to be an issue. And that's back when they were healthy. So, I mean, it, it, it kind of is what it is. The off season for them to take some self-eval is going to be interesting. And you watch. I'll, this will probably come back to haunt me. <laughs> this game is tailor-made for Nebraska to win. Mm-hmm. It's what they do. Mm-hmm. They get a tough team that thinks they're tough. They're at home. And it's a culmination of three things that Nebraska's culture always talks about. Go 1-0. and Well, guess what? This is your last game of the year. Mm-hmm. So there's the practical application. You hate Iowa. They, they kind of owned you. Guess what? It's Iowa. They're coming to town. You win, you get to go to a bowl game. Guess what? There is no the next one out of however many. This is it. This team will dial in. And remember, where Nebraska was bad with Mordecai, and I told you guys, remember when I went up to Wisconsin and watched a couple of their practices in the offseason? Yeah, I go, sure do. Mordecai is so – he is athletic. Like, he was just running around making plays. That's exactly – what he did on Saturday, and I was like, huh, I feel like I've seen this before. <laughs> so for, for this team on, on Friday, there, there, there's, I'm, I'm telling you, they are looking forward to this. Now, how healthy they are, we'll see. There was a whole lot of pad cracking going on on, on Saturday night. And Nebraska is a mash unit. They'll obviously be without one of their linebackers, and we'll see what happens. With, with AG self status, that play did not look good either. But man, listen, they they, they were bringing some drama, and Iowa is tailor made. And what's probably going to be a bad weather game, this one, this one, it, it would be so Nebraska like with this staff to rally one good time and find a way to win this game. Yeah, it, DB, it almost seems like this one's got like nine to six written all over it. Um, I, I would you, you touched on something there with with the offense and the sequential play calling that I wanted to touch on there because one of my issues with Satterfield has been it seems like he moves away from things that are working yeah. before he right. has to is that me being a fan or are you seeing that as well no no I, I, there's something to that right so yeah and sometimes it's just people's personalities right so for him he's I think it would, it would serve him well if he would almost get bored calling plays, right? Run it until it doesn't work, mm-hmm. then move to the counterpoint. So I think that's the way that they're going to try to continue to build this offense. But it's funny. There's a couple of these guys that I, I, I told um, in the offseason, you know, what's Nebraska's prototypical quarterback that they're looking for? And I, and I joked with my buddy 
um, JB in Kansas City. I said, they're actually looking for a pretty type. Athletic enough, kind of so loosey-goosey, you don't keep, he acts like he doesn't know any better, but can still spin it a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of guy that they're looking for. And listen, I'm not here to say that, that Purdy is the answer to all this, the, the, the choices, but his but his athleticism and his mentality fits what they want to do. It's just, can you get him to practice enough over the long haul where you want, you know if he's not at practice or if he is at practice, right? Like, <laughs> he just kind of has one of those go along to get along, I'll do whatever. His next phase in growth is like, I want to be the guy, teach me. DB, we appreciate the time, as always. Super good stuff there. Um, Good luck tomorrow. Uh, I'm sure we'll be in contact. Uh, Drive safe up and down to Lincoln. I know you're going to be there a lot the next couple days. Um, And uh, we look forward to hearing you on the call tonight. I appreciate it, man. Keep doing what you guys do. Thanks, DB. That's our old guy, our old friend, DB. You uh, called we, him an old guy. Well, I didn't. He likes, I didn't. He likes going by Shane, old. He likes going by old DB. I'm, make sure I'm to trying mark to. that down. <laughs> Robbie called Damon Benning old. That's all right. Next up, we got our guy, John Fanta. Going to do a little college basketball uh, here on Her Sports Radio.